What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Okay, good evening, everyone. This is Juanita Purdy. I bring you greetings on behalf of Pastor, the pastor of Refuge from Storm Conference Call Church, Reverend Dr. Millicent Black. Today is January 28, 2017, and this is your welcome and call to worship. We give God the highest praise and thanksgiving for allowing us to gather together this evening under the banner of his most holy and righteous name, Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Welcome to Refuge from Storm, a church of hope and purpose used of God to establish a fellowship that will encourage, strengthen, and rebuild individuals' relationship and walk with Jesus Christ our arc of safety. The ministry team from Refuge from Storm include Reverend Dr. Black, Pastor, Elder Carolyn Cunningham, Associate Minister, Minister Barbara Hassini, Bible Study Teacher, Minister Juanita Purdy, Prayer Ministry Leader, Reverend Dr. Robert E. Jones, Mentor, and Sister Gloria Sterling McGill, Administrative Assistant. This afternoon, we will have serving in their capacity, Sister Cassandra Lewis, who will be the talk to monitor, and also our psalmist. We have our worship leader, um, Elder Carol Cunningham, and altar prayer will be done by Minister Barbara Hysini, the message will be brought by Reverend Black, our invitation to discipleship by Elder uh, Cunningham, and the benediction will be done by Reverend Black. Our announcements for the week um, is a reminder that Bible study is every Wednesday night starting at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 Central, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time. Um, we encourage you to send your prayer requests and any membership information, questions, or comments to the new um, email address, which is refugefromstorm2016 at yahoo.com. Um, another announcement, every Saturday morning starting at 11 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 Central, and 8 a.m. Pacific, we encourage um, each and every person to 
join the Saturday morning prayer um, team and have prayer every Saturday morning. Um, we want to continue to lift up our sister, um, Sister Gloria Sterling McGill, as she is recovering um, from surgery, and so we want to keep her lifted in prayer and um, just speak blessings over her her in her situation. Just every time, pray and speak blessings over her every time you think about her. Um, and um, and then to, to as I speak this, I speak this as as a servant of the Lord um, for as many who can. And I hope, um, Dr. Black, you will give us some information. Those who can want to send a card or a gift or something, um, uh, hopefully um, someone can pass the information on so that we we will be able to help others in their time of need. The Bible tells us that we are to rejoice um, with when those are who are um, rejoicing, and that we are to pray for those who are in need. So we need to and um, share the burdens of our our brethren. So I want to encourage us to do that. But as we bless the Lord. And we enter into this time and atmosphere of worship. We will turn the service over to Elder Cunningham. Thank you, Sister Juanita, for that very fine call to worship. We will start our devotional period with a song, a hymn by Sister Cassandra. My purpose is to praise you. My longing is to worship you. My life's desire is to live for. I'll worship you for the mighty things you do. I worship you, cause in spite of all my misery and all the things I cannot see, I know I can call out your name. My purpose is to praise you, my longing is to worship you. My life's desire is to live for you. I praise your name, cause the victory is mine. I praise your name. Cause the light in me can finally shine. Your blessings will be always mine. And that's why I live, Lord, for you. 
for always and forever. My purpose is to praise you. My longing is to worship you. My life's desire is to live for you. Amen, amen. Amen, amen. Thank you for that very heartfelt praise song. The scripture for today is taken from the book of Luke, chapter 22, verse 42. Father, please take this cup of suffering away from me, if it is your will. Heavenly Father, you used Jesus' cup of suffering to bring about our eternal (coughs) salvation. His suffering resulted in his death and resurrection making him the victor over Satan. Help us to know that our cup of suffering results in our becoming closer to you. As Jesus, as Joseph said in Genesis fifty twenty, what they meant for evil, God meant it for good in order to bring about this present result. Through our excruciating pain, we seek you, more frequently, help us to know to use our cup of suffering as a way of getting closer to you, Father, as a way of asking you what you want from us. Help us to see how we can use this suffering to do your will and not ours. Help us to seek your will. Help us to ask you how you are trying to perfect us in your image and then strengthen us through the power of your Holy Spirit, to stay the course and follow your will for us through your Son, Christ Jesus. Father, please guide us in seeing how our past cup of suffering has taken us to the next step in our faith journey. Help us to see that your will for us has been done and not ours. Help us to see the good that you've accomplished in our lives through this cup of suffering. We may have desired more material and worldly goods, but instead of giving us those, you've given us more kind, understanding, and forgiving hearts. Through our cup of suffering, you've provided us with opportunities to use the gifts you've given us to praise, honor, and give you glory instead of ourselves. Father God, as we continue to ask you to take this cup of suffering from us, as Jesus asks you, help us to accept that. If it is your will not to take it from us now, you are perfecting us in your image and likeness. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Now we'll have another song by Sister Cassandra. Um, What I'm going to do, I'm I'm not going to sing, but I found something that I think that everybody would um, like, and and please just long sing. Cassandra. Yes. 
before you think someone is moving things around and it's uh, it's interrupting with the hearing in the in the uh, service. Would you please put your phones on mute? Okay, I'll I'll do that. I can mute everyone. All right. Yeah. 
Good evening. Um, let's join hands and we're going to walk up to the altar together. And as we join together, holding hands and hearts, uh, we're just approaching our Lord. Let us glorify the Lord. Glorify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name together, for he has done great things, and holy is the Lord. We enter your gates with thanksgiving and your courts with praise, and we bless your holy name. Awesome, precious name. What a wonderful name it is. What a powerful name it is. The name of Jesus, our Savior and our Lord. Every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Now as we're joining here, 
as we're joining hands, we're praying for one another and for our loved ones and friends. We pray for one another, those who need a healing touch from our Lord. We call upon our Lord, Jehovah Rapha, our God who heals. Our Lord said he has healing in his wings. We ask you, Lord, to come quickly to heal your beloved and all our loved ones who are dear to us. Heal us of all manner of sickness and disease. You, Lord, send forth your word and you heal all and you rescue all from the pit of destruction. We thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We especially think of our sister Gloria right now and we thank you, Father God, for her healing. Praise your holy, almost high name. We thank you, Lord. For those who are in financial distress, we thank you, Lord, that you have promised to supply all our needs according to your riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Lord, the silver and the gold are yours. Saith the Lord of hosts. Thank you, Jehovah Jireh, our provider, for providing for us. Oh, I love this verse. I was young. And now I am old, (laughs) but I have never, never, never seen the righteous forsaken, nor their children begging for bread. Thank you, Lord, for your provisions. For those who are seeking employment, whether you're on the line or there's somebody dear to your heart and you're calling upon the Lord, may he give you the desires of your heart and make all your plans succeed. We make our plans. But, here's that but, but the Lord orders our step. Establish the steps of those on the call, Father God, and their loved ones who are seeking employment. Lord, and we thank you for you are Jehovah Jireh, our Lord who provides. Father God, we pray for those of us who are provoked, harassed, tormented, tortured, oppressed, or vexed. I took a I took a few verses from 1 Samuel where David prayed to the Lord about his enemy Saul. And these, this is a quote. And this is, this is just, you know, when you really feel like lashing out, go to 1 Samuel. Here's the prayer. May the Lord judge between you and me. Oh, and, may, and may the Lord avenge the wrongs you have done to me. But, here's that but again. But that changes the whole story, the whole scenario. But my hand will not touch you. As the old saying goes, from evildoers come evil, come evil deeds. So my hand will not touch you. This was David talking to the Lord about his enemy Saul. So we just pray, Father God, the angel of the Lord encamp around all of us who fear you. We fear you, Lord. And it's, and, it's, and it's not a fear, a frightening fear. It's a reverential fear. And you promise, Lord, you'll deliver us. We, the righteous, cry out to you, Lord, and you promise to deliver us from all our troubles. For many are the afflictions of the righteous. Here's that but. But. <laughs> but the Lord delivers us from them all. Oh, Lord. Why, my soul, are you depressed? Why are you cast down? Why so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God, for you will yet praise him, our Savior and our Lord. And do I hear Gloria on the phone? 
Amen. Amen. Yes, ma'am. Amen. Hi. Praise God. Father God, we thank you for this precious sister. Thank you, Father God, for her healing. Thank you, Father God, for answer prayer. Thank you, Father God. You're an awesome, awesome God. Yes, Lord. Did you want to say anything, Gloria? Um, I just, I just bless, bless the Lord uh, that I'm able even to be upright and to call on His name, and I just praise Him. I praise Him as the God of creation. I just praise Him as the, the Lord of our lives. I, I, I thank You, Lord, for working everything out as You choose and not as we choose. I thank You, Lord, for all of the coverings, the prayers, and love and blessings that I've I've felt in this period of recovery and I claim my healing. I claim my healing in Jesus' name. I didn't come this far and you didn't bring me this far just to leave me hanging, Father. So I thank you for uh, Pastor Millicent and for the Refuge from Storm family that they are surrounding me with love. And I know that your glory shines as a, a bright light, brighter than Anything else we could even imagine, Lord. And I, I feel your light. I feel your love, Lord. Uh, just, I just thank you. I glorify your, your holy name, and I'm just going to keep going forward in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. It's amen. So and all God's people say, Amen. 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 Thank you, Sister Barbara. Thank you, Sister Gloria. It's so good to hear your voice. Thank you. Yes. Now we'll have a song to be sung by Sister Cassandra Orr. She'll play a recording. This is a song called The Prayer of Jabez. Bless me, bless me, O Lord, bless me indeed, enlarge my territory, O bless me indeed. I pray for increase. Bless me indeed. Increase. If you know the words, please sing. Increase. Oh, Lord. Bless me indeed. Enlarge my territory. Oh, Lord, bless me indeed. Pray for increase. Bless me indeed. Keep your hand upon me that no evil can Sunshine and rain, sickness and rain, the heart I humbly come to you. 
Amen. 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 Thank you. Amen. Thank you, Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon. A blessing to be here one more time. It's a blessing to gather with you all as we join our faith together to tell God how much we love him, to support each other in our struggles. It's a blessing to know that we are the children of God. I had planned a... um, Actually, for a couple of weeks, I've been working on on, on a message, and, and each week I kind of get taken to something else. And so I guess it's not quite time yet or God's building on on uh, on it, but this afternoon is just such a blessing that, that God would allow us to come together one, one more time. I give thanks and praise to God, my Father, for his faithfulness to us. Yeah. I thank you for bringing Sister Gloria through that surgery and, and have her now on the mend and yeah. on her again. That's a blessing. I uh, thank him for each of you and how he has kept you through the week and brought you back to this place and, indeed, for this another day that the Lord has made. Yeah. We are ready and prepared to rejoice and be glad in it. Amen, amen. I'm always proud to acknowledge the ministry team and all who participate in the services each week. Thank each of you for the great job you do. Remember, God is just allowing us to play a part in what he's doing. That's right. In power. That's that's a blessing. It's important for our listeners to know that we uh, live all across these United States, from California to Maryland and Washington, D.C., from St. Louis, Missouri, to Ohio and Pennsylvania and Kentucky. There are uh, members in Washington State and Florida and Tennessee and even Canada. And I say this each week because there are others who join us from other areas, and I just want you to know that we One, appreciate you being with us, and two, you are joining in with a great cloud of witnesses, of witness of the Lord. So welcome to all of you who have joined us from other areas of this nation and from around the world. I also want to say thank you to those who have been playing a part in the service today. It's important that each part that you play, very important to the success of this of this service and of this ministry. So I thank you, one and all. <clears throat> this morning I was I was um you know, I was I was getting that, that interference from who like to to uh control us and and as the day has gone on I've seen why I was um kind of being told what to do because obviously I ignored it. However, I, I got my devotional early this morning, and that's what kind of drew me into this this place that we are right now. Those of you who have your Bible, I want you to turn to Genesis 32. I'm going to pull out bits and pieces of this scripture, and then we're going to settle on one of them. 
and I encourage you to read and meditate on the entire chapter uh, at your leisure and ask God what it is he wants you to see from this, this pericope. So from Genesis chapter 32, I am reading from the New Revised Standard Version. Jacob went on his way, and the angels of God met him. And when Jacob saw them, he said, this is God's camp. So he called that place Mahanam. And Jacob said, O God of my father Abraham and God of my father Isaac, O Lord, who said to me, return to your country and to your kindred, and I will do you good. I am not worthy of the least of all the steadfast love and all the faithfulness that you have shown to your servant. For with only my staff I crossed this Jordan, and now I have become two companies. Deliver me, please, from the hand of my brother, from the hand of Esau, for I am afraid of him. He may come and kill us all, the mothers with the children. Yet you have said, I will surely do you good. And make your offspring as the sand of the sea, which cannot be counted because of their number. And I'm skipping down to number 22. The same night, he got up and took his two wives, his two maids, and his 11 children and crossed the ford of the Jabbok. He took them and sent them across the stream and likewise everything that he had. Jacob was left alone, and a man wrestled with him until daybreak. When the man saw that he did not prevail against Jacob, he struck him on the hip socket, and Jacob hip was put out of joint as he wrestled with him. Then he said, let me go, for the day is breaking. But Jacob said, I will not let you go unless you bless me. So he said to him, what is your name? And he said, Jacob. Then the man said, you shall no longer be called Jacob but Israel, for you have striven with God and with humans and have prevailed. Then Jacob asked him, please tell me your name. But he said, why is it that you ask my name? And there he blessed him. So Jacob called the place Peniel, saying, for I have seen God face to face, and yet my life is preserved. And we're going to focus on verses 26 through 28. Then he, the angel, or the man, said, Let me go, for the day is breaking. But Jacob said, I will not let you go unless you bless me. So he said to him, What is your name? And he said, Jacob. Then the man said, You shall no longer be called Jacob, but Israel, for you have striven with God and with humans and have prevailed. Let us pray. Most gracious and loving God, we come this afternoon, Lord, thanking you that you indeed are God. 
We thank you, Father God, that you are the one to whom we can turn. You are the one to whom we run, O oh God, when we need protection. You are the one, O oh God, who sees all and knows all, God. For your word says, God, that your eyes go to and fro throughout the whole earth. And gratefully, Lord, your word says that you're looking for an opportunity to show yourself strong on behalf of those whose hearts are perfect towards you. Thank you, Father God, for the seed of your word that you are about to implant into our hearts this afternoon, God. We each come seeking for a word from the Lord. We each, O oh God, come with our burdens. We come, O oh God, with our questions. We each, O oh God, come with our sadness and our sorrows, God. Each of us have our own individual struggles and our problems, and yet, God, we know to come to you. For you said in your word, God, come unto me and I will answer you and show you great and mighty things that you know not more. Oh, great God, I know that Jacob had to come to you, God, as we looked in the word of the Lord and as we followed Jacob through his life and through his time of uh, of running and seeking, oh, God, I saw that he kept coming back to you. Even though, God, he was running away from a, a sin that he had committed, he knew to keep coming to you. And so, God, we come to you this day asking you, oh, God, to open our eyes so we might see wondrous things in your word for us because you love us. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen. Then he said, let me go, for the day is breaking. But Jacob said, I will not let you go unless you bless me. So he said to him, what is your name? And he said, Jacob. Then the man said, you shall no longer be able to be called Jacob, but Israel. For you have striven with God and with humans and have prevailed. And so God God has given me the the thought for this afternoon's message. There's a blessing in the pressing. There's a blessing in the pressing. Cassandra, thank you so much for singing the song of Jabez. Uh, there was a time that, that God gave me the message to preach on uh, the comparison of Jacob and Jabez, and, and that message was called, They Both Cried, Bless Me. But this afternoon, we're going to be looking at Jacob, the individual, Jacob, the twin brother of Esau, Jacob, the, the, the youngest son that, of Isaac, Jacob, the grandson of Abraham and Sarah. There's so much in the message today that is relevant to us today and important from a historical perspective that I'm going to get right into the scripture. Have you ever come to the point of giving up, turning around, and going back? Have you ever been too tired to go forward, yet God said, keep going? Our lesson today is about Jacob, Esau's twin brother, whose name means supplanter. The word supplanter means one who wrongfully or illegally seizes and holds the place of another. The one who wrongfully or illegally seizes and holds the place of another. Thus is the beginning of Jacob's life, holding on to the heels of his elder brother 
as they make their entrance into the world. Both were grandsons of Abraham and Sarah, sons of Isaac and Rebekah. Like Sarah, Rebekah was barren until God opened her womb. Instead of one son, two were born. The word says that Esau was Isaac's favorite and Jacob was Rebekah's favorite. Esau was a skilled hunter, while Jacob was quiet and seemed to prefer staying around the house. In keeping with the blessings of the firstborn son, Isaac was going to give Esau the patriarchal blessing before he died. So he sent Esau out to hunt and bring him meat for his soup. The first problem arose when Rebekah conspired with Isaac to help Isaac, when Rebekah conspired with Jacob, to help Jacob get the blessing from Esau. How many of you have been in a position where others conspire to steal something from you, to take your blessing? When we were young, we might have had the occurrence of a a boy or a girl wanting to steal our boyfriend or our girlfriend. As adults, we might have even had to fight for our husbands or our wives. Sometimes when on our jobs there were, they were put on the line because of others who would make lies up about us. Even today, how many times have we been promised something through the mail and it's stolen before it arrives? God sends you a blessing, and before you can take possession, the devil and his minions have found a way to rob you of it. Every time I sit down to study and prepare a message, the person who invades my brain intends to steal my intellectual property. He even sometimes tells me how he'll use the thoughts that God gives me in his own sermon at the church he pastors. But the birthright secured the son who possessed it, superior rank in his family. Rebecca knew that. It also secured the son a double portion of the paternal inheritance. Then the birthright secured that the son who had it became the priest of the family. And the promise of the seed in which all nations of the earth were to be blessed. And this could have only been true for Abraham's grandson. Now, the second problem arose when Jacob actually followed through with the plan and placed the animal hair on his arm and pretended to be his brother. The first thing that happens to us when we know we've done something horribly wrong is fear shows up. And out of fear, Jacob ran. So this sin robbed Jacob of the blessing of staying around his family and of being able to say goodbye to his father and to his mother when they left this life. But he was out in a land of hiding. There were other consequences to Jacob illegally taking his brother's place, yet God blessed him anyway. The story goes that Jacob ran to his uncle Laban's house to find a wife. Here he finds someone more shrewd than himself. 
He falls in love with Rachel, agrees to work seven years for her hand in marriage, only to have Leah switched for Rachel at the end of the first seven years. Can't you imagine how Jacob felt on the day after the wedding? So another seven years of promise was kept in order that Jacob might have Rachel as his wife. God, who was still working a plan of redemption in Jacob's life, allowed the wife Jacob loved the most to remain barren, while the sister, the first wife, the one that Jacob got as a trick, bore all the children. God allowed Jacob to gain cattle and servants as well as wealth during his self-imposed exile. And after many years, God sent Jacob back home. This time, he was not a supplanter, but next in line to be the father of many nations. Who knows how long it takes God to reveal God's plan for our lives? He was serious when God said to Jeremiah, I know the plans I have for you, plans for good and not for evil to give you a future and a hope. When God spoke these words, the children of Israel were in Babylonian captivity, and God was telling Jeremiah they were going to be there for 70 years. I hope you can see that as we're talking this afternoon. Before that, Joseph was in Canaan, and he got to Egypt by way of being sold by his brother, brothers because of jealousy in a relationship just like his father Isaac had been. Jacob, who we'll see, became Israel as a result of being blessed by an angel, was the beginning of Israel going into Egyptian slavery. So I'm I'm trying to paint a picture and I'm trying to, to show you the succession of the sons and the way that history repeated itself. So we have Abraham and Sarah who have Isaac. Isaac takes a wife, Rebecca. Rebecca has sons, Esau and Jacob. Jacob, through tricking his brother out of his birthright, runs away in fear. Jacob ends up at his Uncle Laban's house where he makes a a bargain for a wife. The uncle tricks him, gives him the first daughter. So you see, immediately Jacob's sins have caught up with it, and he finds himself paying retribution in a most unusual way. So Jacob really wanting... Rachel agrees to work for a second seven years. At the end of that seven years, he have a wife. He, and he's also had children by the first wife. Now, Jacob's love, Rachel, is not able to have children immediately. And yet he continues to love her. However, when Rachel does have a son, 
That son is Joseph. Joseph becomes the one to fulfill the dream or the, 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 the promise that God gave to Abraham. When he told Abraham, your family is going to end up in Egypt, and there they're going to stay for 400 years. Do you see the, the circle going on here? Do you see the plan of God as it, it, is, as it unveils? Now, I don't know if Jacob, who becomes Israel, was privy to the conversation that God had to his grandfather. But what we do know is that here this man is becoming the father of the child who will fulfill the, the, the promise that God made to Abraham. Jacob himself runs into exile. Joseph is sold into exile. And yet he still manages to become the one through whom God fulfills the promise. That, his children, that Abraham's children, Abraham's seed, was going to end up in slavery. And yet all of this was a plan set by God before the world began. Now I'm trying to paint this picture because I want you to see how, though we seem to be in a place of, of enslavement, Though we seem to be in a place of oppression, we truly are being oppressed. We truly are being are being made to suffer at the hands of people because we have a Father God, and yet we're 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 fulfilling a promise. Can you see that? We're fulfilling a promise that God made many, 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 many years ago. And just as God brought them all through and brought them out, he's promised to see us through and to bring us out. So God sends Jacob back to face his brother. And on the way, while in obedience, Jacob wrestles to receive a blessing. And I came up with lessons from Jacob's pressing. Jacob's lessons that he learned when he was pressing. The first lesson Jacob learned was when fear makes you run, God goes ahead of you. So even when we're in a place of running, we can't outrun God, and we can't outrun God's plan for us. Jacob was running for his life, And he ended up giving his life to have a wife. Isn't that something? And then the second lesson is man's limitation is God's opportunity. Jacob was limited to make his uncle a man of honor, but God was working to make Jacob a man of honor. Jacob's uncle tricked him, said, you can... Have my daughter. If you work for me for seven years, Jacob worked for seven years. He got the sister. So the uncle says, Well, work for me seven more years and you can have my daughter. Who would have trusted the uncle after that? But Jacob was willing to press his way through another seven years to have the woman of his dream. 
Jacob couldn't make Laban a man of honor, but God was working. Then Jacob couldn't take the cattle from his uncle when it was time for Jacob to go, and, and, and Jacob asked his uncle, now pay me. Obviously, he stayed longer than the 14 years that it took him to get his wife, and yet God, God had told Jacob, it's time for you to go back now. And so Jacob asked to be paid, and the uncle said, well, how am I going to pay you? But God had given Jacob a dream, and that was one of the things that popped out at me. It just kept coming up. Jacob, God didn't leave Jacob. Remember, God went ahead of him. And so he was already there when he got there. And Jacob came, God came to, to Jacob in a dream, and he said, ask your uncle to give you all the spotted and the speckled cattle. Because you see, spotted and speckled cattle were the ones not wanted. They were the ones that were pushed aside. And yet God had to make the cattle spotted and speckled. Has God ever made anything in your life such that others didn't want it so you could have it? It, it, it There becomes a time when people would throw things away and, 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 and throw away opportunity that God has already applied for us to have in his own book of life. And so we're sometimes able to walk right into a job because somebody else didn't want that. We sometimes are able to walk into a position that someone else didn't want because God has gone ahead of us. And then guess what? He he gave us the grace to press our way. And so God couldn't let his promise go unkept. He made sure that Jacob was not going out empty-handed. You remember another time that God made a promise that you won't go out empty-handed? When the children of Israel were coming out of Egypt, after that 400-year captivity that God had told Abraham about. He told them, you're not going out empty-handed either. And what God did at that point was he made the people in Egypt willing to give the children of Israel gold and other valuables to bring out of there. So that blessing in the present, even for us today, as we press our way through to to write letters, as we press our way through to continue to stand in prayer and in devotion time to God, as we press our way through to encourage one another to keep going, to keep holding on, to keep believing, to keep standing, God has an end for us that we won't come out empty-handed. And then following God's instruction, instructions are imperative. In order for Jacob to get the speckled, spotted goat, lamb, and sheep, he had to do exactly what God said for him to do. And it was absolutely a miracle. He had to lay a stick before them so that they could look upon it. And what they looked upon, they became. But God didn't do us like that. He gave us the word of God. And he said, as you look upon the word of God, you're going to become just like what you see in the Word. That's what we find in Second Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18. And it tells us as we look into the mirror of the Word, we're going to be changed from glory to glory. 
into the very image of Jesus himself. There is a blessing in the present. And then Jacob comes upon the Jordan. It's time to cross over into the into the land of Canaan where his family lived. And again he met fear. So what does that fear do for him now as he's pressed him way back in obedience? Well, there's some benefits in holding on to the present. The first one is Jacob would not have gotten the love of his life if he hadn't held on in the press. He would have never had Joseph, the one called to save the family, if he hadn't held on in the press. And though fear made him stop at the Jordan, what he could not have done was met the angel, except he was willing to continue to press. Because notice it says that the angels met him at the Jordan. But it did not say that the angel is who he wrestled with. Then it said he wrestled with the man. Some theologians said he wrestled with God himself. But whoever Jacob wrestled with, he held on to that man until he left with the blessing. He held on to Laban in one respect until he got the blessing. But in this event, he had to literally hold on. I mean literally hold the man until he got the blessing. And it says that even in the struggle, Jacob was wounded. But what he came away with was much bigger, much greater, much better than the wounding that he received as he kept on holding on until the blessing came. There is a blessing in the in the pressing. Jacob's brother received him back. It wasn't as he feared. So there was peace at the end of his pressing. It says here that Jacob's name was changed at the age of 90 years old. Can you imagine going through, I mean, a long life with a name that meant supplanter, a name that meant you were unethical, a name that meant you were immoral, a a name that meant you were um, a person of low character? But Jacob's promise came in the pressing. The promise was that he got a new name, and that name then meant that he was a man of honor. He was a man who God had chosen to produce those who would be called nations, 12 of them. And notice it says there were 11 sons. As I was studying, I I, I kept counting. I'm thinking, okay, so he had 13 children because one of them was a girl. But when I was studying, and one of the scriptures said he and his 11 sons, guess what? Even the girl got a blessing because her daddy pressed through the period of wrestling with, with the man. So when we wrestle with God, what happens? When we, when we wrestle with God in prayer, we come away strengthened. When we wrestle with God in praise and in worship, we come away with grace 
the strength that keeps us going on from day to day, the strength that keeps us picking up the Bible and looking for promise in the word of God that we would keep pressing, there's a blessing. When we hold on to God and refuse to let go, there is provision. My Lord. Sometimes someone will knock on the door, and they've got heard many times that they would have food waiting to give to them. Sometimes there's a check in the mail. Sometimes there's a call on the phone, and they say, come, I've got this for you. There is a provision yes. in the food Amen. If we just refuse to let go of God, if we just refuse to give up, to throw in the towel, to walk away. If you'll just keep pressing, there's a blessing in there. And then I look back really quickly at, at the at the Bible and to see what others got for their pressing. And I'll tell you, Elijah, you remember Elijah prayed for rain and uh, for no rain, and that prayer for no rain got him in a lot of trouble. But then there came a time that he needed the rain, and it says God had him praying. For rain, and he would send the servant up to to see if he saw any signs of rain. And the servant came back and said seven times, seven times, Elijah sent the servant up. But the last time, the servant came back and says, "I see a cloud about the size of a man's hand." And Elijah knew that the pressing was fixing to break forth into the promise of rain because God continued. To bless him. And then think about the woman with the issue of blood. It says she pressed her way through the clouds, saying, If I would but touch the hem of his garment, I know I will be made whole. And she pushed her way through to just touch the garment, just the clothes, not the man, but the man in the clothes. And you know what? She got her blessing because she dared to press. There was a lame man who had some friends, and this is where we come in, holding up our friends and holding up one another in prayer. Because this lame man needed to get to Jesus, but he 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 couldn't walk. And the crowd covered the door, but you know what his friends did? It takes some friends who be as determined as you are to get you to Jesus. Those friends climbed up on the roof, took the man's roof apart, and lowered the friend through the roof. Hallelujah. Because they knew that provision for that man's healing was in them pressing through for him. How much more can we, how much more must we be determined to stand and press on with one another? I mean link arms, as Barb told us, link hands and Pull one another along when when they yeah. get too tired. Do you realize that on a battlefield, if your buddy gets wounded, your instructions is to not leave him? Yeah. So I'm seeing war scenes of them picking them up and putting them over their shoulder and carrying them on. I've seen other, seen other other war movies where they would grab them by the arm and 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 even though they're limping together, they're limping together. Hello. There's a blessing in the pressing. Do you remember the story of the five lepers? They standing up on the hill, and 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 was they were hungry and starving, and the people down in the, in in the in the town was 
hungry and starving. There was no food. But over here where the Syrians were, was food. And the five lepers looked at each other and said, well, if we go down there, they may kill us. But if we stay up here, we're sure to die. Mm-hmm. And pressed their way down the hill. And you know what? As they were going, listen, as they were pressing down the hill, God allowed the footsteps of five men to sound like a whole army, and the Syrians ran off and left the food. There is a blessing in the pressing. Thank you, Lord. Because when you think you don't have enough, you know what? You're right. When you think you are not enough, you know what? You're right. That's right. <laughs> who has enough? You know the man who is enough. And your blessing is in the pressing. Press into his presence. Press through the praise. Press through the praise. Thank you, Lord. And know the blessing that God has because you're there to press. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank, thank you, Lord. You. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank, thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you. Um, thank you, Reverend Millicent, for that very moving sermon and for connecting us and our struggles to the Old Testament through Jacob's story. Thank you. Thank you. We receive, we receive it. We receive the Holy Spirit. We thank all of you who are here with us on the phone or on the computer. We invite you to discipleship and a prayer of salvation. Remember, Jesus loves you. He is in the healing business for those who are lonely, brokenhearted, or at the end of their rope. Here are some steps to take on the road to salvation. Admit you're a sinner. Be willing to repent. Jesus. Believe that Jesus Christ died for you and rose again. Yes. Invite Jesus into your heart to be your Lord and Savior. Pray this prayer with me. Dear God, I know I'm a sinner. I know I am not where I want to be, and I want your forgiveness. I believe that Jesus died on the cross to pay the price for my sins. Please wash me clean from all sin, shame, and guilt. Come into my life, Jesus, to be my Lord and Savior. I ask this in your name, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Unite with Refuge from Storm or a Bible-based church in your local community. We also urge you to read a daily devotional online at the many resources there are. For example, PastorRick.org or InTouch.org or UpperRoom.org. Read the Bible. This will help you in your daily devotional. Email us. For questions or comments at refugefromstorm2016 at yahoo.com. Thank you for joining us today in worship and in celebration of Christian unity. Please join us again next Saturday at the same time. Remember.
remember God is with you always, even as a person who is targeted. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Now we'll have a, a closing hymn to be presented by Sister Cassandra. Would it be okay if I played something? Okay. Sure. Sandra, I have something right now. Okay, thanks. Thank you. 
I like that because, um, you know, even even if God does not deliver us from this in our lifetime, he promises to give us strength and some joy and happiness as he takes us through it. And that is what that song um, says to me, and, and I just wanted to share it. Amen. 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 Thank you. Amen. 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 Now for the benediction by Reverend Millicent. Thank you so much, Elder Caroline, for being our worship leader this afternoon, for Sister Juanita, who opened up our hearts. Thank you for that wonderful prayer and Cassandra. We just appreciate you in so many different ways for all that you do. And, Gloria, we are so happy to hear you saying amen. So happy. Amen. Amen. His faithfulness and has brought you back to us. We are so grateful for that. Amen. There's a blessing in the pressing. Amen. That you believe that and that you will find that to be true. In the days and the weeks to come, I had a very distressing phone call just before service started tonight. It was a young woman who said, please tell me that God is real. My Lord, my Lord. She lives up in the New Jersey area and has been going through, has been going through. Mm-hmm. Uh, please, please keep our young people in prayer. Most of us are are above 50 and the young people have become targets at such a young, much younger age. And, oh, y'all, I, I just can't tell you all that she said to me, but I do know that they need prayer. They, Lord God, need prayer. We need prayer, and we're going through. Imagine what the young people are trying to live through. And, and, and so please pray for Please pray for them that, that God will make himself real in their lives, that God would show himself strong on their behalf, and that they will come to know him as Father and Jesus truly as Savior. It's just a must. It's a must. It's a must. Make it a point to add the young people to your prayers each night. Those young women, y'all, they're, they're, they're getting them divorced and trying to sell them into sex slavery and sending people in to rape them. Oh, my God. Please, 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 God, you know, to to keep these young young women um, in his care and to send people that will help them to keep going on. For those who, who did uh, pray that prayer, I want to say welcome to the family of God and your place at the table has been vacant until you accepted the call, uh, accepted the invitation to come to dinner. For those of you who need prayer, please feel free to stay on the line after the benediction, and we will be happy to minister to you uh, from the heart of God. Listen, God loves us. He knows where we are. He knows what we're going through, and he loves us too much to leave us alone. So we we definitely want everyone to know how much God loves us. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for this time together. We thank you, God, that you know how to make our pressing worthwhile. 
Father, we don't want to just give to give, and I thank you that you have determined that we're going to stay in this race, and, and, and the way we'll stay in this race is that you'll bless us day by day, God. You'll bless us sometimes it's seems like we have to hold on hour by hour. And other times, God, it seems like we just have to wait minute by minute. But, oh, God, we thank you that you hold us together and you keep us from falling apart. So, God, every person on this on this call tonight, I ask you to bless them. Every family, oh, God, that is represented, I pray for peace and for unity, O oh God. Everybody, O oh God, who is looking unto you and unto Jesus, who is the author and our and finisher of our faith, God. I pray that you would rain down, O oh God, a vision of the plan you have for us. For God, your word says without a vision, the people perish. So, Lord God, for those young people who are crying out and asking, is there a God? Lord God, I pray that you would give them a vision of your power. Give them a vision, O oh God, of your provision. Give them, O oh God, a vision of the Prince of Peace coming to mount God over their hearts and their minds and to keep them in Christ Jesus. O oh God, in the name of Jesus, these young people are being forced out of their jobs. I pray, God, that you would make provision for them, Lord. Open up hearts, O oh God, that men and women would allow them into places of employment, Father. Cause them, I pray, God, to be the overcomers and the more than conquerors that we read about in the book of Romans. God, help the young people to find their ways into a church house where they will be, they will be believed. Where, where ministers and pastors will be willing to minister to them at the deepest point of their need, oh God. But, Father, it might not be ours today, but it could be ours tomorrow. So, Lord God, help us to ever be mindful of the fact that we must pray one for the other. Help us, oh God, to be those who would live out the scripture that says the strong must bear the infirmities of the weak. Help us, O oh God, to know that you expect us to treat our sisters and our brothers as if they were Jesus himself. My Lord. He'd want to hear him say, well done, thou good and faithful servant. And then in another place, God, Jesus said, inasmuch as you have done it unto the least of these, my little one, you've done it unto me. God bless my sisters and my brothers. Bless the households from which they've come. Bless their families, O oh God. Bless, O oh God, everything they set their hands to, God, cause it to prosper. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 And for those amen. of you who need prayer and extra ministry, feel, feel free to stay on the call as Sister Cassandra ends the recording. And we will be happy to pray with you. Um, my my um computer was just taken offline, but it'll it'll come right back up so that I can end the recording. Here it comes. Oh.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.